When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. These two guys have Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and scorenorth.com. Then you get this right here. Crazy good play. I mean, this is what you came to watch right here. Like, it's just Jalen and Justin right there across the field. Now, right here, Jefferson's got a step, but the ball's still got to travel. And by the time the ball gets in the travel, Jalen puts a cape on and flies about eight feet in the air and defends that ball. That's what people wanted to see. Oh, Baldy. I love it. Play, play the football sounder. You can't not play the football sounder. Brian Balding are breaking it down. Mackie and Judd is the show in a... In what we like to call, ladies and gentlemen, a very fluid week when it comes to this show. Volgad <laughs> and Declan Goff. Now, now it is a write that down Wednesday. And yes, Phil was supposed to be back today, as I said uh, yesterday, when AJ Fredrickson joined me as executive producer of said oh, show. But okay. Phil has had some travel problems. And so um, Phil's return to the show for this week is T, B, and D, to be determined. But that does not stop us. That does not stop us from doing this show. It does not stop us from doing Purple Daily. And um, so let's start, actually, Dex, let's start with that clip that you just played from Baldy. Because I saw yesterday, mm-hmm. and this is and this is the interesting thing. I saw yesterday the all 22 of that play. Um, and I saw it, and I saw it both from um the Jefferson angle that we just saw as well and then from the kirk angle and here's the intriguing thing jalen ramsey makes a great play there's no doubt about it he comes in and that is a great play that's a play that you that you wish uh more defensive backs could make because he basically strips the ball away at the last second because jefferson almost certainly catches that ball but what was interesting about the whole play was and what you don't see in the clip that we just showed you is kirk cousins Rolls to his right, he sets, he looks, and he and he goes to throw the ball and hesitates. And then he throws it. The hesitation is what killed him. That pass is completed 100% if he trusts himself, and probably more importantly than trusts himself, he trusts Jefferson. Got to let go of that ball. So actually what Kirk did was he pumped. And by pumping, he cost himself the completion right. because it slowed the entire play down. Those are the little things. Baldy should have seen that too. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so this gives. I'm just, look. It's like Kirk's got got to make that throw. You got to make that throw. So, um, this came out yesterday via ESPN.com decks, and it's um, an insider piece 
by Bill Barnwell, who does this on a yearly basis. And what he does essentially is he surveys the landscape for coaches that he thinks are going to get fired, or in this case, who have been fired, and then ranks the available jobs. Uh, and in this case, he's got seven teams. This, the seventh and worst job is if David Culley gets fired after one year as the Houston Texans coach. The number one job, according to Bill Barnwell, Declan Goff, is the Vikings. And he lists here the pros. So, so why a coach would want this job? Talent on roster, um, the patience of ownership, and a veteran quarterback. Then he lists the cons why you wouldn't want this job lack of salary cap flexibility mm-hmm. and and he comes back with a pro as a con as well the presence of veteran quarterback kirk cousins but what are your thoughts dex on on this job being listed as the top job and if i can quickly scroll through here and tell you the second most coveted job according to barnwell mm-hmm. would be the broncos job right. if vic fangio that gets fired sense. The third is Jacksonville because they've got a quarterback in in Trevor Lawrence who could be a really good player. Yep. The fourth the fourth is Carolina, which is not a fired Matt Rule, but he is definitely on some type of hot seat. Uh, five on the list is the Raiders' job, where Gruden was obviously fired from for off the field issues, so he's gone, and so that job is open. And six right before Houston, the Chicago Bears, where. Matt Nagy is almost certain to get fired. Your thoughts on the Vikings being number one on the list? So I, I do think it's it's two things. I, I it makes sense there there would be the number one team of those lists of of that list. I think a lot of the teams underneath them, outside of Denver, I think Denver is intriguing because they have two stud wide receivers, a decent defense. Um, the West is still obviously controlled by the Chiefs, but second is completely up for grabs. I, I know Justin Herbert and the Chargers look good, but I mean, they've yet to really ever rise up and, and, and still be the team that everyone thought they could be in 2021. So almost by default is my long-winded way of saying it makes sense why the Vikings would have the number one position going into this. They have two star wide receivers. Um, they have a defense that has still intriguing pieces. The, the, the funny part is, as Barnwell points out, is, is Cousins a pro for a new head coach? Or is with his cap situation, well, is it a con? And and it depends who, if Mike Zimmer were to get fired, whoever takes over this job, how he views Cousins. Um, but I, I think in general, of all these teams that are listed, to me it makes a lot of sense the Vikings would be number one. Um, I don't think the Vikings are far off from not contending. Like, the Panthers are far off from contending. Um, the Raiders, I think, you wouldn't put in the same bin as the Vikings and Broncos as, yeah, they could pop up because their division's a little open outside of Kansas City, but it's not like the Raiders are about to run away with anything. The Bears look like a hot mess, and, and that's going to take a while. And obviously the Texans, oh my God, pack a lunch. Um, so it, it makes sense that the Vikings would have the top position opening because I think if you got the right coach in here, you could still potentially take over the North depending on what Aaron Rodgers wants to do also. That's, a, that's another contributing factor. Um, I don't think Barnwell mentioned that, but if Rodgers leaves Green Bay... Well, almost by default, the Vikings become potentially the number one team in that division if if the pieces are in place, as as uh, Brad Childress said. So I, I think in general it makes sense the Vikings would have the number one job. So I'm going to go with if if um, since since Kirk's um, presence on the roster is seen as both a potential pro and potential con, I'm going to go with it's a pro because 
here's the thing. If you get this job, you get the opportunity to make a decision on a quarterback who is good. Now, personally, I think the more that you see of Kirk firsthand, the more I wouldn't want him. But that being said, there are a lot of teams, it feels like, in this league, Dex, who don't have quarterbacks. Like, they don't have one. So it's not like, well, statistically, this guy's really good. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, of his personality, and I don't think that he can lead my team to a championship. Like, there's flat out a group of teams that are like, we don't really have one. Like, we've like a guy's playing, but he's not good. So I think the presence of Kirk and the opportunity to come in and probably have a, a major role in deciding if Kirk is extended um, or Kirk is traded is a huge pro um, because the only thing that would be better is if you had a young quarterback on a rookie contract who you knew was good, who you were sure. Like, we don't know. The scary thing is Chicago might be a plum job. If Justin Fields is good, that's a great job. Because you've got the starting point right there. But we don't know that. Like, he could be a disaster. We just don't know. So, yeah, I think the Vikings, depending on how things are done, I think the Vikings job is a great job. But the most important thing here, it's not Spielman. It's not Zimmer. It's not Kirk. Ownership. Because because are they going to have Rick stay as GM and and bring in the next coach? And then Rick is going to weigh in with, well, I signed Kirk and, you know, we, I basically, between you and, and me, new coach, I basically can't find a QB. So let's just keep Kirk. Well, that's not a great thing. But if you bring in a new GM and an offensive minded coach who really gets it, you've got the opportunity to, work with some really good parts so yeah i think barnwell's right the jacksonville job intrigues me because you got a boatload of cap room and a quarterback so that job really like i think people are like well jacksonville they're a mess they're a hot mess and they are but if you do it right the problem is i think shad khan who owns the team is showing more and more that he doesn't know and I believe the last I saw that the GM, um, a guy by the name of Trent Balky, who's from here, who was the GM in San Fran, couldn't get, get along with Jim Harbaugh and had a major falling out, is going to be kept. So I think Jacksonville, as far as how it's run, Dex, is going to remain a problem. Um, it's incumbent upon the Wilfs here to do the smart thing and the right thing, but I don't think that they're incompetent. So mm-hmm. I give them a, a chance. So, yeah, I think it's a, a good job. Now, the in, the intriguing thing is, and we talked to uh, Doogie about this on Bonus Scoop on Tuesday. The intriguing thing is this, and it's not unusual, but there is more and more of a feeling of indecision from the outside about what the Wilfs are thinking. And so, like, there's a lot of stuff now flying around as far as potential scenarios of who stays, who goes, if people go. And that's where that's where the next two weeks, uh, which with I think the Vikings most likely not making the playoffs, are going to be really intriguing here. The lead up to the potential changes that could come on January 10th, let's say. Um, because, you know, I'm sure right now there are some backroom politics being batted around about well you know i mean things aren't really my fault i think i've done a good a good good job 
and a guy saying, I drafted a pretty good team. And I mean, it's not my fault, the coach. Right. So, so that's the most intriguing thing because the Vikings job and the Vikings potentially, I think could turn a corner here fairly quickly. If they do things right, if they don't do things right. And in my opinion, worst case, say these guys are signed. Mike and Rick aren't a mess. Let's bring them back. I think that this thing, which is already stale, could become more so. And that, and at that point in time, I really think it's going to be hard for the fan base to keep much faith. Yeah, it, it's going to be a difficult, I think, pill to swallow if they bring back Mike Zimmer. I mean, I'm, I'm nothing short of them basically making it to the NFC title game, I think, solidifies that Zimmer's, Zimmer's gone. Because um, if, if they snuck in as a wild card, you won two games. I, I can see them being, all right, we'll run it back. We don't have to renew anybody. You know, we don't have to extend Mike Zimmer. We don't have to extend anybody. It makes a lot of financial sense not to buy anyone out. We had a nice little run there. We were unlucky in those first 16 games this season, and then we got hot at the right time. See, I told you so. I'll wave the finger and say, see, see, it was it was, it was bad luck, and we are I've always been a good football team. Um, I, I think just in general, though, the, the way – Everything has has handed this season. Your defense is not as good as it once was. You have a quarterback who's good but not great and making high money. It just makes sense that they they need a they need a little they need a new voice, man. They need a new voice on both sides. How do you sell? So just from a business standpoint, and you're right, keeping Rick and Mike saves a ton of cash. So I get that point. But here's what I don't get, and here's where I struggle with the fact that that Mike and Rick both would come back. How do you sell to your fan base that decision? Like, I don't understand how, because I really think that the fan base right now, I don't know that they're hostile. I don't think that they are, but they're definitely growing apathetic, which is really bad. And I feel like they're bored. Yep. I feel like they're just bored. Um. Totally getting the financial benefit of of not having to write one or two huge checks for people not to work for you, which the Wills w- would ha- have to do if they let go of both Rick and Mike or one of them. Totally understanding that point of this, I don't understand how you how you bring them both back and sell that. I just don't. I think at that point in time, people do get mad. Yep. And and I don't know if they cancel their tickets necessarily but i think you're gonna border on that and i also don't see how it comes back with with um mike and rick both i don't see how it comes back and works out well any failure to win a playoff game this year and you bring back zimmer and spiel i mean that's um there's certainly and I, I know exactly where it's being fed by, there is certainly a contingency of Vikings fans who would love to still see Mike Zimmer back and, and would believe the thought of, let's run it back, it makes a lot of sense. There's a good contingency of Vikings fans who think that. But in terms of just a PR and good faith standing, I, I don't really understand the, the positive spin that we can sell to the masses of, of normal Minnesota sports fans for the rights to bring back both of them. Like, your season tickets are down. That building feels a little blah the last few years. Um, you need some juice. You need something positive. And I can tell you right now, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman are stale bread, man. It's, 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 you're, you're, there's nothing fresh about it. So if, if you, from a business standpoint, 
And look, everyone here is, you know, crawling back from now almost two years into this GD pandemic. I get that. But I, I think from a business side, it just makes a lot of sense to get something new in here. You you have to. Um, this the, the, the I think the Minnesota sports common fan, not a diehard Vikings fan, but a common sports fan is completely checked out with the Zimmer led Vikings. I think they're just mm-hmm. they're just meh. But if they got the right guy, if that's Kellen Moore, that's Doug Peterson, who I know is interviewing for the Jacksonville job later this week, too. Um, if that's someone that you can really build around, that's going to get excitement. And I, I feel like Mike also got his chance now because the, you know, the defense was a mess in, in 2020, complete mess and things didn't work out. And I, I get that. And so Mike got his chance, Patrick Peterson signed. Um, it didn't work out. It didn't, it wasn't good. Bashad Breland though, got signed, right? Dalvin Tomlinson. And so you did all of these things for Mike to say, okay, now I got my guys, right? My my personnel. I got my veterans. I got guys that can stop the run. Uh, 2021 is going to be completely different. And what we've seen is it hasn't been. This defense is not good. The run defense is an abomination. So what's the selling point if you go back to your fan base and say, okay, yeah, but 2022, it's going to be. What's that selling point? What's going to be what the defense is going to improve now after it didn't this season? Um, Mike can meet with Kirk on Thursdays, Declan, all Mike wants, but that doesn't change the, the fact that he tolerates Kirk. He tolerates quarterbacks. So I just, I think you would have to assume that your fan base is really across the board, gullible and dumb. And they're not across the board. Like the people that watch and tune into our show or podcast, our, our show, I should say, Dex, there's a lot of, you know, smart people. Yeah. Ventline is a collection of a lot of very, very astute Vikings fans who are frustrated. And I can't blame them. And so, like, if you're going to try and sell, well, we're bringing back our guys and Mike's going to do that, you know, you don't get it. I think a lot of, a lot of smart fans are going to say, what the hell i'll check back in in 23 um and yeah there might be a there might be a collection of um purple kool-aid drinking fans who don't care but that's not the majority of your fan base i don't think no so i just don't i don't understand like after mike got what mike asked for and it didn't work what are you going to print on your brochure for 2000 22 hey we're gonna try it again you know at some yeah. point in time it's just done I, I, th- I think just the last thing on it is if are you let's say you hire the new coach then the draft buzz happens right like what what's gonna happen in the draft are they gonna are they gonna get a new dynamic player are they gonna draft a quarterback or like what what the hell's gonna happen right so i think there's enough build up here that if you hire a new coach you get the draft you get excited about i mean even though the nfl season's the shortest and i know they extended the game uh, the regular season this year the nfl never sleeps right like it, it, it's still the king it's it, it it's it there's always going to be that buzz and excitement and i think it's only going to be a good thing if you start to make those changes new blood is good for this team all right declan i never ever want to hear again from any anyone who is upset that college football players don't play in these stupid bowl games. Did you see the condition of the field? Yes. In at at, at the uh, Diamondbacks ballpark, Chase Field, downtown Phoenix, last night, 
with guys slipping and sliding and and it looked like a potential um knee tear constantly and this whole thing about well guys should should play that game if i if i had if i had any hope of being drafted and i played for the gophers i might have gone to pj fleck in the first quarter and said i'm done <laughs> that was ridiculous yeah that was the most ridiculous thing and i guess so i guess according to what i saw on twitter they had skydivers before the game and it was pouring rain or raining and so they opened the retractable room i know i saw this so the skydivers could come <laughs> in so the turf got wet but but i tweeted this i think that was a part of the problem i think the biggest problem is it's a baseball field and they rolled turf out mm -hmm. which is rolled out probably in blocks and it looked like the turf didn't take and was slipping and so guys slipped but anyway that that game was one of the most egregious things i have seen as far as like it's all about uh, player safety right all about player safety it's college football these kids these are kids player safety <laughs> that game and the amount of guys on both sides who were slipping and sliding, falling down, had nothing to do with being concerned about player safety. No, not at all. I mean, yeah, I, I watched the first half of the, of the game, um, and West Virginia just thing. looked completely overmatched. Uh, also, this is just me having not a lot of college football, and really college sports knowledge. Why the hell is, the West, is West Virginia in the Big 12? I, if, oh, if you would the, have told the me, conferences are all messed I, up. I was like, I, I, I was yeah, asking about. I was like, they're in the ACC, right? Like that seems geographically no. correct. They'd be in the it's ACC. Not geographical now. It stopped. Um, Makes no sense to me. For instance, in college basketball, Marquette is in the Big East. That's right. So, like, like there's no. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, yeah, but ugly. Can we can we just be done, especially for for a place like that? Can we be done with trying to play these these bowl games, which, by the way, shouldn't be played in baseball stadiums? Like this whole notion of, oh, it's quaint. We'll play in Chase Field or for, I don't know if this is still the case, but for a while, the San Francisco Giants ballpark hosted a bowl game. And it's like they roll this grass out and they play this stupid bowl game. And it's just, you know what? I, and I, I actually... Uh, brought this up on who gets it and who doesn't on Tuesday with AJ. I said this, if a bowl game got canceled this year because of COVID, and I believe it was the holiday bowl, which actually fell victim to being canceled the day of the game yesterday, I said, can we then therefore cancel that bowl completely? Can we just be done with it? Like the Fenway bowl is supposed to be in year two. It hasn't been played yet. Okay. <laughs> we don't need it. Right. And we don't need and we don't need a bowl game in Phoenix. Um, I understand, you know, oh, man. Yeah. No, it's not for the kids. It's for the money. Yeah. All right. The last thing I want to run through this quickly because you are going. I can't believe this because it, it's Bought a new coat. Went to, to the mall to yesterday. Get to a little 15 below, 15 below a winter classic on Saturday. Brand new. 15 below, right? Brand new fancy. It's got that weird. A uh, fancy shiny liner inside of it. A new Columbia coat. I went to the mall. I hope got a brand new coat. I'm ready. To I hope go. it's got a heater, dude. Yeah. I hope it's got a heater inside of it. Um, so the new offerings for I think this game and this game alone are being are out there. The concessions. I'm going to give you the four drinks though. Okay. So not the food. The four drinks. 
to be clear, I don't have prices, so I don't know. Okay. But these are the four drinks. So pick one okay. and let's assume they're about 25 bucks. All right. Yep. yep. We've got the salted caramel Kahlua, mm. which is hot cocoa and Kahlua topped with mini marshmallows, salted caramel and chocolate. Okay. I'm just at the sorry, we, pass. Yep. Go on. Okay. We, we've got the peppermint. <laughs> we've got the peppermint crush, which is peppermint schnapps and hot cocoa oh, I... topped with uh, whipped cream okay. and peppermint shavings. Okay. We've got the Bailey s'more, which mm. is Bailey's and coffee garnished with mini marshmallows, brownie brownie bites, and Ugh. graham crumbs. No, oh, and and then the traditional because they're a National Hockey League sponsor, pink Whitney and soda, which is just the ordinary vodka. All right, let me. I'll do. I'll do you one better. I'll rank these four as we love ranking nice. things on Mackie and Judd. I'll rank these four. I can tell you right now, number four is easy. That Bailey s'mores concoction. I that what. Name it to me again. What was in the Bailey s'mores? Bailey's thing? and coffee garnished with mini marshmallows, no. brownie bites, and graham crumbs. Hell, no! I want no, no, no! I want nothing to do with, with that. I'm also not a big. Of, I love coffee. Know. I love coffee. I loathe alcohol-related coffee. I don't. Mm. I, I don't like Kahlua. No, you, oh, you're missing it. I a clue in coffee's. I I don't like Bailey's. I I love coffee. I don't like coffee flavored liquor. I think it's this one actually just doesn't sound bad to me. Trash. I think that one's oh. fourth. Okay. Uh, the love third food. would be the salted caramel Kahlua, as I just said, because that's almost the same drink. If I had yeah. a gun to the head, I'd rather have that salted caramel one over the other the uh, the, the Bailey s'mores. Uh, second would be the pink Whitney. Like I, it's probably by default. Because I I don't like the other two drinks, and it's not a concoction. It's not a concoction. Like, it's easy like to drink. That's just a drink yep. that they are forced to sell. Exactly. And then, but but I will say the peppermint crush, the the peppermint schnapps. Yeah. Th- there is, I, I'll tell you right now, there's maybe not a better elite cold weather alcoholic beverage than peppermint schnapps. Like it it reminds me of, of really? doing. Oh yeah, let's let's just say uh, there was a good time in my life where. All the boys would get some sleds out, and we'd go sledding at Town and Country Club, and some nice. peppermint schnapps might have been involved a few times. So I, I actually think peppermint schnapps, that'd be, the, that'd be my number one. I might go seek that out still with Brother Liam, um, who will join us for Write That Down predictions here in just a little bit. But I, yes. I, I think I will go with the peppermint crush. I think that's my number one. My guess, 22 bucks minimum. Oh, I, yeah, I think, right? uh, yeah. Is that 25? I, I would, Yeah. Probably a twenty dollar. I think the pink Whitney thing might be the cheapest of those four. Yes, because yeah, it's I, just I cheap liquor. I bet that's twelve to fifteen. Yeah, I bet it's fifteen. I bet it's fifteen. And then, but I, I'm sure Brother Liam and I will be sticking to you know our our domestic McGolden Lights um, options, and hopefully not freezing our. I think you might off. need something warmer than. I don't know that you can do I, just straight beers. <clears throat> I, can, I mean, oh, it's, it's gonna, it, dude. It's. It, we're facing off at six o'clock. Sun's down. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to get to fifteen below. It's going to be like twenty below with the wind chill or more. Well, I don't t- think. No well, I'll tell you what. Maybe um, it's too bad. Is, is there no Surly Furious? I'll, I'll report back if I can find a Surly Furious for you. Surly Fear. Oh, that's a good question. There's Surly I don't know at Target we, Field. Yes, there is, and I don't know what the what the rights are uh, to sell stuff or not. Let's All see, right, yeah, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Write that down. Mackie, not here, and I say this right now. Who needs him, Declan? Let's get to write that down. 
Yeah, most sports talking heads make predictions, then hope you forget about how wrong they were. But not Mackie and Judd. Write this down. This is the big leagues, where we own our terrible predictions. Write that down. And keep track of each other's batting averages. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. And we are headed for the home stretch of Write That Down. I have blown an enormous lead. It's a complete embarrassment. Mackie is not on the show today. He is uh, having some travel issues, but he has sent in his predictions. And so we will get to, I believe it's um, our, our last Write That Down. And then we should have... We should have a decision next week, I no, believe. I don't. So, I don't believe no? that's correct. No, because uh, we have predictions that still like linger from the twenty twenty one season. I think. Oh, I no, no, no. I think that's for football. That that's in. I believe what we do there is we take the football ones that are going to be out there and and extend those. So, like, if you picked MVP, but I think for this one, I think we draw a harder line. I, I believe that that's what we've done in the past. It gets very confusing. It is confusing. I thought we decided that it's we wouldn't we thing. wouldn't be crowning it next week because we because we are, there's still predictions that will take a little bit to come off the board. So who knows? Anyway, why am I even here? Yeah, not why, crowning it? Yeah. Anyway, oh yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Because because you forced your way in, you got in because you influenced Declan, your b- brother. Uh, but that is that is our buddy who I believe is making his third appearance on the show this year. Brother Liam joins us from from North Carolina, correct, Brother Liam? Yes, sir, that's right, North where, Carolina. Where he informs us it's 71 degrees, but he's flying here for the Winter Classic, and so he's going to get his comeuppance here. Um, so we we will right now go through the rules. We will go through the current standings, and then we will bring you back in, okay? All right, brother Liam. Sounds good. So put him in the back room. Oh, I love don't that. Don't be a. Oh my don't god, be, I love yep, that. Yep. Well, after he bullied his way on to. Well, the he show, didn't bully. I mean, no, he didn't bully. Hell? I'll. Just, the executive producer could not find a GD guest for this time slot oh. for a month. It's actually completely really? on me. No oh. one wanted to come on for this day. I for a month I booked you know, these things out. I have, brother Liam, I apologize. My accusations were unfounded. They were unfair. I apologize. Okay. If you don't know, and if you don't know, why don't you? How this works. Write that down. Three predictions from all the panelists each week. They must be quantifiable. What does that mean? Why do we say that every week? It's because early on in Write That Down, Phil said he predicted Carl Anthony Towns will be the man. Be the man. man. (laughs) And everyone else on the show at that time said, what the hell does that mean, Phil? You can't just say he will be like you can't win that point. So now quantifiable picks. Um, we keep track of batting averages and home runs, of course, for the new right that down on Purple Daily. It's touchdowns and decks. So mm-hmm. if people want to participate, how can they reach you to do something? Two ways. You can uh, send us a message on the Score North app under the feedback tab. I'll get your email and then we'll. Uh... We'll get, we'll get you in the in queue and in tow for write that down or slide in my DMs, which has never caused me any issue at all. So slide into my DMs say, on Twitter. Don't slide into Declan's DMs. Be, uh, uh, you can you can get on the option for both shows either way. I believe we are booked through most of January, but we have openings at the end of the month and starting in February. So shoot me an email, shoot me a note. All right. So 
Drum Let's roll, please, Declan Goff. All right, Judd. You, you take us through the current statistics of Write That Down. All right, let's start with Mr. Judd Zolgad. What do we got here? Ooh, a couple things off the board. A decent week here for old Judley. Yeah, okay. Let's start with the bad. We'll start with the bad. You said Aunt yep, Edwards yep. would return to the Wolves by next week's Write That Down from the COVID <laughs> list. That ain't happening. You know, he was on the bench last night, but in street clothes. So I, I didn't come as close as I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said the Fox team of Chris Myers and Daryl Moose Johnston <laughs> will work at least four Vikings games. It only worked two. You know what? I think that there there were a few games where the Vikings weren't deemed worthy of their presence. Yeah. Think about that for a second. Chris and Moose, I thought, were like the last team. Yeah. I I thought wrong. Yeah, you did. I clearly thought wrong. All right. However, however. You said the Timberwolves yep. will win at least one game between now and next week's Write That Down. <laughs> I was at the game on Monday. It was an amazing Greg Monroe show. Um, you said the NHL will not go to the Olympics in February of 2022. <laughs> and that the Dallas Cowboys would win the NFC East. <laughs> nice right. week there for Judd. So three of five, not too bad. Not bad. Not too bad. Oh. Oh, oh man. A lot of red here. This is why he's not here, Dad. For our Lord and Savior. Okay. You said, and this is great, he's by the Lord way. Your Lord and Savior ain't mine. Yeah. You said Paris Saint-Germain would defeat Lorient in the French Soccer League. Yep. You said Atletico Madrid will beat Granada in La Liga. And then yep. Napoli will beat Spezia in Sierra A. And we got notes, by the way. Yes. Yes. Let me point this out, because Mackie mm-hmm. was just slamming Judd and I for our Jason Tyner singles up the middle. Mm-hmm. Everyone who is a soccer fan who follows our show was DMing us saying, these are basically layup of soccer predictions. And you know what, Mackie? You get a buzzer for all three. This is what you get oh, for thinking positive. that we don't know soccer, and you blindly pick and still get your still get your comeuppance. I'm glad this happened. Do you remember, Dex? He, he actually protested... One of my picks. Yes. Or predictions last Mine week. Mine too. Not pick. Prediction. He protested it and was like, that can't be it. And then we we were told that basically what he did was he went to the soccer lines, right? Like the gambling lines and got three slam dunks and put them in. And then you're right. Karma just yeah. bit him in the ass. So I have no. And all three of them were wrong. I have no, uh, no sympathy for, for Mackey. He also said by the end of December, Kirill Kaprizov will lead the Wild in goals scored. Well, they've missed a lot of games, and Kirill is not leading this team in goals scored. Okay. Um, he said between now and January 1st, when he made this prediction, the Gophers men's basketball team will lose at least six games, and the Gophers men's basketball team is uh, looking damn 10 good. 10-1, right? Yeah. Ben Johnson, take that, Phil. And then he also said uh, Phil Mickelson will summon Tony Romo for the match to be his teammate by the end of the year. That uh, did not happen. There was a match, but uh, not with, and that, not with him. And that concludes Phil Mackey's attempt to catch me, or you, but me, for the batting average lead. All right, let's... Uh, That's what he was trying. Those those soccer picks were specifically to try and catch me. A decent week for oh, the listeners that, here. No, this is good. Justin good said listener. the yeah. SDSU Jackrabbits will win the FCS title. And that Toby said the Vikings will have at least 10 wins, a top 10 offense, a top 10 defense. Toby, I'm sorry. What? Uh, Should have been right. Yeah. Brady, though, that Tim Tebow will catch less than five passes in 2021. <laughs> I guess that, make the roster. that does hit. 
Uh, but a nice home run here from Reed. In the 2021 season, the Gopher football team will win at least nine games, a bowl game, and P.J. Fleck will remain the head coach. That's a three-item parlay. So it's oh, not a it. tape yep. measure, but it, it's a nice mower shot over the pots. So uh, we'll That's take it. That's good. a home run, man. That's, That's a home run. Good. Not a bad week for listeners. All right, one more. All right, Declan. Let's All see right, how you I did. I have been clinging to the batting average lead. Let's see what happened this week for, All right. for the executive producer. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, I said Cat will post a double-double between now and next week's Write That Down. The dude got on the COVID list within minutes after me making that prediction. And then after a snake-bitten start to the season, I thought my my number one boy, Kevin Fiala, would score at least seven goals in the month of December. I got robbed by games, okay? It was going to happen. Well, so did Phil on Kaprizov. Fanboy fanboy Declan. Uh, So that means... All right, let's see the batting average standings in the last week of 2021. Has John Zogan back in front? Oh, oh, the joy. Fire some music. I have found. Oh, no. No, you son of a. There there we go. There it is. There it is. There it is. Get the flag, John. Get the flag. Get the flag. said I couldn't do it. Judd Zolgad is back in front with a 356 average and seven home runs. I have fallen off the top from 351 with six home runs. Phil Mackey, after his rough week, has dipped to 308 with five home runs. And the listeners at 269, but leading the 2021 standings with nine dingers. Ah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That Carl Anthony Towns news about him going on the COVID list was... uh... Because I, because because that was a slam dunk. Your prediction, every prediction that was made on last week's show that was a attempt Single. to bunt, aside from mine, didn't hit. No, no, it did not. All you right, had Jen. that cat one. All right, brother Liam, should we bring him in? Should do we it. do this? All right, two golf, right, one Judd. All right, yeah, two golf and one Judd. This isn't good. Um, three predictions, all quantifiable. We are going to start with with Liam. Then we'll go to me. Mm-hmm. Then you'll play Phil's, correct? Correct. Declan Goff? That is correct. And then you, and then we'll come back yep. to brother Liam. We're, all right. Kick us off. What do you got for us? All right. Well, news just broke. Uh, the Wild are not expecting Jonas Brodine to be back by Saturday off the COVID protocol. So Callan Addison is drawing into the Winter Classic. Mm. Right? Mm. It's cold, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's a big stage. Callan Addison. Callan Addison will score a goal, and the Wild will win the Winter Classic. I've got him winning, too. I like it. I like it. This game is going to have nobody playing by the time that these COVID protocols get done with this thing, though. This is No one's going to be playing any defense. It's going to be just a barn burner. Oh, and at 15 below? Yeah, it's going to be miserable. Um, All right. I'm next. Okay. He is now... so, So... he has Write not been down, declared out yet. He has now he has not knock on wood fallen victim to COVID protocols. So I'm going to put Kirill Kaprizov, who said yesterday in Russia he has played in 15 to 20 below yeah. before. He's done this Siberia baby. I'm going to put Kirill Kaprizov on at least one goal Saturday. He's going to score at least one goal. 
because I don't think it's going to, as long as he's playing, and that's where I'm I'm, uh, susceptible to being wrong, uh, I think he scores a goal. Okay. Phil Mackey. What did Phil Mackey predict? All right. So, uh, old Mackadak here. Welcome to uh, Old Town Scottsdale. Some palm trees for you. Old Mackadak's had a bit of a travel nightmare week. Came down to Arizona to spend a few days over the holidays with some family. Uh, Woke up uh, early Tuesday morning with a gnarly bout of food poisoning. That was fun. Hugging the toilet for about six hours between 1 in the morning and 7 in the morning. And I spent all day Tuesday gearing up for my Michael Jordan flu game. I was going to rest and recover and be ready to fly home on Tuesday night. And they canceled our flight. And they bumped it to Friday. Now, there's worse places to be spending an extra three days than uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Go Gophers. But here's my first prediction. The travel nightmare week will continue. And my flight on Friday will either be delayed or canceled again. Write it down. The power of negative thinking. That was more information about Phil throwing up than I think we uh, probably uh, had to have. But all right, then. Okay. Okay. That's my first prediction. Uh, My first one. I have fallen out that batting average lead. So I will say this. Uh, The Wild will win the Winter Classic. And Ryan Hartman and Kirill Kaprizov will each score a goal. Okay. I don't know so if that's wait, a dinger. I was going to say, it, yeah, because that's, that's a three three different things. Yeah, I think it is a dinger. Yeah, I I think if you're I think if you're going to go three deep, I think you get the home run. Yeah. So they win the Winter Classic. Ryan Hartman and Kirill Kaprizov will each Liam. score a goal, at least one goal each of them. Okay. So. All right, Liam, your second one. prediction. All right, my second prediction, also Winter Classic related. The amb- there will need to be at least one ambulance called out to Target Field to escort someone out because it is so cold at least once during the Winter Classic. Someone's going to fall out. There's going to be, there has to be other people traveling from warmer climates like me who just can't deal. They probably packed like sweatpants and like a hoodie and they're going to fall out. It's going to happen. I'm, now, I'm prepared. Yeah. I grew up in Minnesota, but a lot of people haven't. Now, if you don't see that, though, yeah, we're, we're going to ha- have to rely on reports. Yeah. And if we don't get a report. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure there'll be. Uh, I mean, I got to think, right? Like, I mean, there might be a report about it. Might be a report about it. But, you know, you got to you'll probably see like paramedics with the stretcher. Like you think they're going to be reviving people doing chest compressions. I mean, I won't be. You don't want my mouth anywhere near someone else. Jesus. No, 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 we don't. Um, all right. Well, if we can quantify it, so so if you guys if you guys see this take place, or if there's a report in the papers or on the websites for the Star Tribune or Pioneer Press, you get the point. I think if we can't prove it happened, you don't get the point. And it's not. A I, I want to be. I want to no. be clear too. This yep. this isn't just the EMTs and paramedics that Target Field usually has. Like an ambulance is going to come. Yeah. So I think we need to. I I think. Um, if you guys see a stretcher that counts and and if there's a report that you know an ambulance emergency personnel were called that counts but if we just get a report that 20 people were treated for frostbite that does not count because that that would not necessarily require the requisite trip to the hospital exactly okay that's fair 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's fine. All right. Write this down. Okay. Prediction for uh, 2000. Write this down. Tanner Morgan will not be the Gophers starting quarterback at some point next season. So he's coming back. He's being counted on to start Tanner Morgan. And I don't know how it's going to, to take place, but Tanner Morgan will not be the Gophers starting quarterback for the entirety of next season. Okay. So, so Tanner Morgan will not be the so Gophers starting quarterback. He'll be hurt okay. at, at some point. point next season. Like he'll start. I'm, I'm confident he will start okay. I'm just gonna the season as injury the quarterback. Related. But something will happen where he will not start each game. Personally, I think to go off the record, he gets benched. Okay. I just don't think it works anymore. Okay. Um, all right. Second prediction. Okay. Let's write it let's down. You like writing things Phil. down? And he's not as. Prediction number two since the Gophers dominated West Virginia last night, running the ball all over the field. I don't know how they only scored 18 points. I think PJ Fleck might want to might work on that, but. Uh, I'm rowing the boat, and I think, write this down, the Gophers will have at least two offensive linemen drafted in 2022. At least two offensive linemen drafted in 2022. It's been a while since they've had offensive linemen uh, drafted, so let's get two on the board. Okay. All right. I think Falal Lele is probably the lock. Yeah, I think Doogie uh, said he's. I think he's a. T- I think he's going to go according to Doogie, like in the top sixty-five. Yeah, he's a day two pick, but um, I'm a curious bunch of them the are coming back though, right? What's that? Are, I, I said I think a bunch of them are coming back. How aren't they like all five years? It doesn't matter anymore. They're they're like doesn't yeah no. They're COVID's added twenty-eight like year. COVID's yeah. allowing. I I could go play. Yeah, I'm going to go suit up. As a matter of fact, okay. I think you probably Good luck should. With that one. I think probably should. All I right. Throw funds in Tanner Morgan, I think. Actually, that's you probably scary. That's scary, but yes. All accurate. right. My second prediction, I'll make a Wolves one here. Jalen Noel will have a double-digit scoring showing performance between now and next week's Write That Down. It's been the Jalen Noel show for the Wolves the last few weeks. I will just give a nice little Jalen Noel layup here and say he will have a double-digit scoring performance between now and next week's Write That Down. And knowing my luck back. off the record, he'll go on the COVID protocol list here he might. in a minute. So. Just trying to get on, on that board, Declan. Yep, Just trying to uh, get back. That's it. All right. Brother Liam. Brother Liam, your third and final prediction to end 2021. To end 2021. Man, what a platform. Um, so, you know, Declan and I get together for these events, uh, these brother weekends. Uh I'm just going to go ahead. This this might be a single. I'll let Declan judge. But uh, I just about guarantee that Declan and I will be late or we'll get in trouble with one of our sisters through the text thread because of inebriation. Like some things, we're not going to make a deadline. Like we're going we're gonna to miss a hangout. We're going to be late for like a pickup or a dinner or even like a flight. It'll happen. Ooh, like a it'll flight happen from a hangover. Or like an uh, an active inebriation, something. Okay, so Declan <laughs> or Liam will be late to a sibling related event this weekend due to being drunk. Yeah, it could be a hangover. It could be like an active drunkness. Alcohol will cause the problem. What? <clears throat> so besides the the game um, on on Saturday night, what else do you guys have planned? 
nothing. And that's the problem because then we usually fill that time with, I don't get grain belts. I can't have them at golden lights and they're nothing to usually ride home about, but I get very happy when I get to have them Yeah, because they're not, they're not down here. So I'm sure we're just going to fill the time with beer. Okay. Okay. You actually, you actually good with that? Yeah. You'll have to, I'll, I'll, I'll have a note here for Phil that he'll have to check with me on the quantifiable, like if it happened or not. Um, but Declan or Liam will be late to a sibling-related event this weekend due to drinking, basically, is, is the prediction. Right? That's the prediction in spirit? That's fair. Okay. That's Write fair. it down. You You're like counting on trouble. Down? Okay. Um, well, Brother Liam, you have this enormous platform again. Uh, is there anyone you would, would like to shout out for your other appearances here on Write That Down? Man, I think it's like four times this year. I think I've... Uh, I, and you know what, Judd, to Declan's defense... He, I did kind of bully my way on today oh, because so now he mentioned in passing he couldn't find anyone yep. during just a random phone call, and I said, yep. "Don't even bother. Lock it down. I'll be there." Okay, so you really didn't then. See, I thought that you said, "Hey, I got some big predictions. Put me on," and Declan caved, but I didn't no. know that that he was trying to find a participant for this this right. tough week to no. find a participant for. So he it wasn't what I thought. So much like, okay. uh, you know, like I'm like the taxi squad for, for score. North, you know what I mean? I don't count against the cap. I can call up at any You're time. Fluid. He is yeah, I'm like Rowe. a Kyle Rao. You're Kyle Rao. You're Rowe. just always there. And we're like, I'm, we're not going to uh, play you today, but. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Victor Rask. Like, oh man, sometimes he does some stuff and you're really impressed. But then like he just disappears for 15 games. Yeah. It's kind of like that. All yeah, right. I'd like to thank Declan. It's another great year of budging into his own show. Judd, it's always a pleasure. Uh, Pleasure's yeah, all mine. I'm looking forward to coming up. My my poor son has never experienced uh, winter. Not really. He wears shorts year-round, so he's in for a really rude awakening. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, this is not the weekend. All right. Thank you, Safe Brother travels, Liam. travels, Brother Liam. We'll see you later. Thank you. Wow. All right, there's Brother Liam's uh, other appearance. I'm shocked. I write know. it down. You like writing? Yeah, I guess he didn't make one about me. He said that I, I he looped me in that we'd be drunk. Uh, yeah. I thought there'd be more incriminating evidence against me. No. And I'm actually really oh. thankful there isn't. Very benign, yes. in my opinion. Yes. Okay. Here's my final write that down prediction okay. for um for for the year. This is emotional. There will be at least one change. So rule change decks made to the NHL's three on three overtime rules this off season. So there will be at least one change made to the NHL's three on three overtime rules this off season. Okay. They're going to do something. They're, they're getting back into yep. too many ties Yep. and then shootouts, which they don't want. I don't know exactly what it's going to be. I've got ideas, sure. but I think, I think they're going to come up with a way to incentivize or to pet or to penalize uh, teams that go into basically a prevent defense mm-hmm. three on three. I bet they make it 10 minutes. I think that off the record, I think that's what it's going to be. I think it's going to be a 10 minute overtime. You know, the one thing that you could do, and and I think that this would, would be a simple change. You could not allow players to circle back into their own zones. Like it's I don't, penal- I don't know. So like you'd penalize them though. I don't know like how yes. delay a game. I don't know. I think that's like tough. I don't know if they- that's, they can't so so you can't have them cross their own blue line without without a play so because like that's the thing now they take the puck they go right. behind their own net right they come out I I think that 
if you start to crack down, because that's the problem. I don't want guys circling. Too many guys circle. I hate going backwards. Okay. Make them go forward. All right. Um, Phil Mackey's last prediction for Write That Down. His third and final prediction from sunny Arizona. Okay, and my final prediction here on Mackey and Judd, Write That Down, is presented by Federated Mutual Insurance Company. If you're a business owner out there and you're looking for a better night's sleep because your assets and employees are better protected, Federated is here to help you. Over 100 years of experience, they're based in Owatonna, Minnesota. They are one of us, so to speak. And a lot of really smart people down there in, uh, in Federated land that can help your business protect against risks, protect your employees. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember it, Federated. It's our business to protect yours. All right, my third and final prediction. Now, mind you, um, I have no idea what you guys, Judd and Declan, have predicted already today. And so I'm making this prediction blind. And it will come off the board, I'm guessing, immediately right now. Here's my third prediction. All three of Judd's predictions on today's episode will be 2022 or beyond predictions. What I'm saying is Judd is attempting to push predictions out into 2022 so he doesn't ding his 2021 batting average any further. So all three of Judd's predictions today will be for 2022 and beyond. Write it down. No, it's wrong. No, it's not. Kirill Kaprizov. That's in 2022. At, at least one goal. That's, that's Saturday. That's, that's January but 1st. But won't that Doug. come up? Right, but won't that come off the? Uh, yeah, no, that's true. You said you said 2022 be related. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, so basically, if I didn't have a prediction before, yeah, you was basically saying Saturday. you weren't going to make a quantifiable prediction between now and Friday. Okay. Yeah. So see that, that would then go to the fact that we do draw the line. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I Hit. was thinking, cause that was going to come off so quickly. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. That's sort of, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> oof. Phil can have the point. What's your uh, final prediction? Yeah. My final prediction, a uh, Wolves one here uh, right now, the Timberwolves sit two games below 500 on the season, but I will yep. say at some point in the month of January, the Timberwolves will climb above 500, at least a game above 500. They got some softies coming up. The Thunder are in town. The Rockets are in town. Um, they got some softies again back on the schedule in January. At some okay. point in the month of January, the Wolves will be at least a game over 500. Write it down. Okay. All right. Oh, no, not that one. Sorry. This one. Write it down. You like writing things down. Let's write that down, predictions. All right. So we're done. We're done. We're done for 2021. We're done the for next time that. Yeah. The next time that we make predictions, it'll be 2022. Emotional stuff. All right. Um, Appreciate, as always, people tuning in uh, to watch this show, Purple Daily as well. Eventually, we'll get around to a Judd's hockey show, Declan. But my God, they're not not playing games. There's literally nothing to talk about until at least hopefully we get through the Winter Classic without incident on uh, Saturday. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.
With classes in crisis communication, influence, and data presentation, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Communication and Leadership equips you with the tools you need to communicate clearly and encourage creativity in any industry. Concentrations in digital media, strategic communication, and global leadership allow you to customize your degree. Visit gonzaga.edu slash communication and learn why a master's degree from Gonzaga can help you take your career to the next level. That's gonzaga.edu slash communication. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever, so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.